When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into a punch-tastic Sunday post-game podcast, <laughs> DNVR Rocky style, the only way we know how. I am Patrick Lyons. I'm Susie Hunter. Oh my gosh, what an eventful day at Coors Field we had here on Sunday. An eventful weekend, a little too much happened at Coors Field in my personal opinion, but oh my gosh, do we have so much to talk about today. I don't even know where to start. We've no, got birthdays, I, birthday performances. Like, there were too many storylines today. Birthday performances, brawls, bad injuries. Yes, two now. Potential call. debuts coming up. Oh, my goodness. This is just absolutely too much. We went from having so little going on <laughs> to maybe, like, too much going on. Rockies did win today. They avoid the sweep. That almost sounds really negative. Like, avoid the sweep. Like, yeah, they were probably going to get swept, and so they just barely. No, they were in both games on Friday and Saturday. We'll touch on those. The bullpen, unfortunately, failed them. They did not on Sunday. They get the 4 nothing win. Shutout. Only gave up seven hits. Kyle Freeland. We'll start with him. On Ooh. his birthday, he's now 30 years old. Two birthday starts for him. Tied with Esmo Rogers. That's a name for some diehards out there to hear. Uh, and the first to ever have a scoreless outing. First of like three to actually win a game on their birthday, which is also really neat. So that's a really good 30th birthday gift. Brian Bohannon, Mike Dijon, and Kevin Ritz also won on their birthday. Bohannon and Ritz, I think, actually started. Good day for him. A great day for him. He had such a great outing. The birthday vibes were there. And I should mention, as I'm leaving the stadium, he was he was being pulled in a radio flyer. No. Yeah. Yep. The wifey had him. And so keep, maybe that's already on Instagram somewhere. <laughs> but he was just getting pulled along like he was a little kid. It was very fun. Uh, that's hilarious. It was great. Ashley's hilarious. Ashley's She's very funny. She's the best. <laughs> I looked and I was like, of course, I'm not going to get video. It's kind of... I think the hallways are almost like off limits in yeah, the clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, that's a time for, you know, yeah, people to, these guys to like, you know, yes. see their family or people who may be visiting them. So yeah, that is off limits. It's Kyle, not Kyle Freeland. It's Kyle and Ashley, not yes. that. And so I, I didn't even bother taking out my camera, but I looked and there he is having a good time. And Ashley, of course, she's got it ready for the gram, having a good moment. I will be, I'm going to keep a lookout for this. Here's a question I'm for you. I'm going to see if it's up now. Okay, so here's a question for you. <laughs> yeah. So I know what I just said about, you know, not filming, you know, through the the tunnels, through the uh, the the back channels there of yeah. Coors Field in the basement, as it were. But when I went downstairs, I did think, Susie, what if one of the Phillies is trying to get over to the Rockies side of the clubhouse? Should I take my phone out and record? What Ooh. do you think? I thought. What would you have done? You're coming downstairs. It's now been like an hour at least after the game, and let's say Harper Schwarbs were trying to get in to the Rockies clubhouse, what would you have done? That, that would be insane. Um, I mean, <laughs> I think I probably, if it was like a matter of something violent was about to happen, yeah, I'd probably pull my camera out. Okay. Uh, not necessarily maybe something that would be shared, but like if there's a crime about to happen. Well, I mean, unless they're like walking <laughs> over in like uh, a polo with a sweater over it and a tray of brownies, it could be getting violent. So, yes. I mean, no, I... I I said, no, I'll just kind of absorb it, watch with my own eyes what happens, and just kind of leave it at that. But okay, Kyle Freeland, yeah, he did it again, man. He's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, he now has a 2.70 ERA through his last five starts. He's got the sub-4 ERA, closer to three now at this point. Yeah. And, and again, go back and look at that Pittsburgh start where he really, you know, Pirates took advantage of him a whole bunch of singles. Yeah, he kind of left it over in the middle a little bit, but the defense did not help him out very much during that mm -hmm. uh, seven earned runs that he gave up. So uh, he certainly could be a lot higher than that. A lot of talk about Elias Diaz being an all-star. Kyle Freeland, we need to start whispering about that. Kyle, Kyle Freeland, Freeland has, an has been cooking. He's absolutely been cooking. And then the other birthday boy, 
Brenton Doyle, 25 years old. Happy mm-hmm. birthday, Brenton Doyle. Oh, by the way. By the way, also, <laughs> and hit a home run on his birthday, too. And I talked to Kyle about this also after the game. I said, listen, you know, you had such a great game. You, you had such a great game. You got the win on your birthday. There's another birthday in the clubhouse, too. This brand new guy who's only been up here for a couple of weeks. He homers on his birthday. Did you even realize that, you know, you guys both had such great performances on your birthdays? And he's like, listen, you got a homer on your birthday. And, you know, just had nothing but great things to say about uh, Bretton Doyle. I think Rocky's PR is working on it. Sometimes they send me messages and I, and I totally miss them during the show. I should oh, yeah, probably you check. Thought, you thought of something very, very, very clever. So you got Kyle Freeland pitching on his birthday, which is very rare. I think maybe it's only happened 10 times. Again, mm-hmm. he's done it now twice. Uh, Brenton Doyle, Homer's uh, 14th player to Homer for the Rockies on their birthday. Todd Helton has done it like six times. Uh, Doyle also tied for the youngest player to do it at age 25. Oh, my god! Helton was 25, so was Nafi Perez, as was Ian Stewart, going from the top of the dome there. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, wait, wait, wait. How about both of those things happening? A guy homering mm-hmm. on his birthday and the starting pitcher getting the win on his birthday in the same game. It's Has just, that ever even happened in baseball history? Yeah, I mean, obviously it's never happened for the Rockies. No. But for it to have ever happened in baseball history, that would be, it seems like something that has never happened before. So I can't wait to get confirmation on whether or not you were right on this. I hope so. I hope that's the case. Yeah, the uh, 23rd time it's happened, Charlie Blackman was the last one to do it on his birthday back in 2002. He was great. Chris Bryant, two for four with an RBI. By the way, yeah, there's a brawl. We're, we'll break down all the stuff for the brawl. We're, we're just hoping you're, you stick around long enough. Lorenzo, don't forget Mother's Day. There's also that, yes. too. Yes. Oh, my. What a what a crazy Mother's Day we had at Coors Field. But, yeah, happy Mother's Day to all the moms. S- especially Dinah. Oh. Dinger's mom. Dinger's Dinah. mom was there. Oh, no. Get she's- in a brawl with your mom today on Mother's Day because you're a Rockies fan and you're a diehard. In a nice way. But no punches were thrown. <laughs> yeah. Make sure benches are cleared. Mom's side, dad's side, stepdad's side, the Mm in-laws, both benches should be clearing on Mother's Day. Crazy, crazy day. Jerkson Profar extended his on-base streak to 25 games with a walk. He's really starting to heat up. Um, He's slashing during the course of this 25-game on-base streak, 245. So the average is down. On base percentage up, 348. We saw him leading off today, 408 slugging percentage, seven doubles, 10 RBI. That's been kind of the big one. And uh, and Aaron Nolan looked Aaron Nolan looked really good through seven innings, but he did give up those four runs mm-hmm. to the Rockies, who uh, so really started to gel. So generous of him to yeah, do that. Yeah, that was nice. Uh, Philly's defense garbage. Keith Hernandez was rolling over in his Mets press box. Oh my gosh! Yeah, what was happening there? They I every mean, they, play was like sometimes, but like yeah, that was something. Every ground ball, every fly ball was here we go. Here we go. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it was definitely a lot going on. Bryson Stott, two for five. JT Ramuto, two for four. He's kind of a pleasure to watch behind the plate. He really is. Yeah, he is. He's something. He's he's enjoyable. He's up there with Elise Diaz in my book. Well, <laughs> maybe maybe we need to just get into it right now. Elias Diaz was the bodyguard today. Yes. Better than Kevin Costner? I think so. Listen, he's the tank. He's the bodyguard. Ooh, that's right. He is. He is the tank. Tanks, you know, they go to war. So <laughs> I, I, where to be? Let, let's start where it is. On the field, mm-hmm. Jake Bird comes off, bounding off the mound in the seventh inning, as he's kind of tended to do mm-hmm. in his last few outings. Jake, yeah. Game Seven Bird, where you know what he's <laughs> pumped up, he's jazzed, he's not looking in the other dugout. He's proud of himself, especially since he started behind the eight ball. Both with the oblique injury to start mm-hmm. the year, both with not really being on the twenty-six man roster on opening day, it was only until Daniel Bard got put on uh, because of the uh, anxiety issues. So he goes on the IL. Bird comes back. He gets left out to pasture there in that Dodger start. ERA up at twelve, Oof. and it's like, hey man. Don't sweat it. It'll be nice when you get it under 10. He's more than gotten it under 10. He's been one of the best relievers in all of baseball. Most mm-hmm. innings pitched. He's been dominant. So he's hyped up, and he gave up a run last night to the Phils. That kind of ended up being costly because it was a 4-3 ball game at that point. It becomes 5-3. Rockies end up getting one back. and comes 5-4, and you go, Jake, man, if you hadn't given that up, you could have had a tie ball game going in late. So he knows that. Comes off the mound. Hits his miss, is excited, like he's been. Yeah. And it seemed like that was it. 
Like, okay, it Phillies, get in the like field. That was it. And then uh, Bryce Harper was mad. He, he Bryce Harper felt disrespected. Jumps out of the dugout, out of nowhere. Bench is clear. We've got video. You've got it. I've got it. We'll break it apart like the Sapruder film <laughs> to try to figure out what it is. I think I, I think I nabbed an earlier part of the video. You can't, your camera's better. You zoomed in. You did an excellent job. Yo, I recorded of getting in 4K, it. so that's good stuff right there. <laughs> so this one's mine. You can now tell by because okay. Kyle Newman walked right in front of me. And got it. It almost starts off on the slow side, like the two side. And this is really close to the Rockies dugout. That's another piece. Phillies come barging over. Both bullpens empty out. We have not seen this legitimately since 2018 with the Luis Perdomo, Nolan Arenado incident where he's chasing Luis Perdomo around all four bases. <laughs> it's a four corners match there, trying to smash his face into all four turnbuckles. And that's really the last time. There you go at the last second, the bottom corner of your screen. Kyle Freeland comes out, not in his purple Crocs. He's got his no. black Jordans on, but he's in the clubhouse uh, post game. You know, he someone told the, him. Yeah, he was in like the training room. He was in the training room just doing his thing. By the time he got out, everything had kind of died down. So yeah, he didn't get a good view on it. But he was he, no matter what was happening, he was ready to fight for his teammates. And as Glenn points out in the chat, Glenn Hauser live on DVR Sports Channel on YouTube. Poor Dinger. Triggered by the brawl. Dinger has witnessed too much nonsense, too much violence this season. It is just absolute, it's an absolute shame. Poor Dinger is catching all these strays. We also had a photo, too, of Dinger on the, he was on the dugout when this happened. He was in he the was. background of some of these shots. I Yeah, so I know the, some of the broadcast video has video of Dinger in the background. I zoomed in on Dinger because I realized <laughs> this was right before the seventh inning stretch. So Dinger was standing on top of the home dugout waiting to do his seventh inning stretch dance that he does. Uh, so I have video of, of that on my Twitter. I don't know if we're showing my video too. This one's We got mine? yours, yeah. Okay. Freeland coming, bounding in. Yeah, yeah post-game, uh, Elias Diaz was, was basically asked about that. Ooh, I like that. There you go. Again, that's why you got to be watching live on DMVR Sports Channel. You can see that Harper is broken away from the pack or forced away yeah. from the pack. Only to come back. I just got a couple things I got to say. I just, he kind of instigated the brawl. I mean, maybe you say Jake Bird instigated the benches clearing or instigated the incident. Mm -hmm. And then Harper instigates the, the brawl. Harper definitely that. instigates the brawl. Um, yeah, he was fired up. I mean, these are, these are dudes who are very passionate about what they do. But yeah, this was, uh, you know, the other thing I noticed, though, when uh, Harper broke off and was being held back, Mike Moustakis walked over to yeah. him. So I would love to catch up with him about what, if he was saying anything, if they interacted at all, because Mike Moustakis knows everyone. He's got a lot of friends in the game. Oh, yeah. So. No, he does. He's he is a part of that that inner circle. He uh, is, yeah. you know, he's friends with with Trout mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of those guys. I think they played ball together on on Team USA. I don't think Harper was a part of that. Um, but you're right. Mustakis knows a lot of guys. Been been around the league quite a while. He's uh, he's in that inner circle. Diaz said post game, like I was I was worried about catching a stray, like a straight stray punch. You yeah, know what I mean? seriously. So if, if you notice, he kept his helmet on the entire time. I, I, wait, you have a helmet. Why not keep it on? <laughs> Bryce Harper. Going full bore. Hey, he's got to be careful with, with the arm. He's he got to be careful. It is wild, wild that he is getting involved in fights when he just came back from a major surgery that he's already back way too soon from. We'll talk about his performance on Friday, Saturday. Talk about what Jake Bird had to say post game. Uh, but we have to talk about the wildness and... No brawls going on because it's only Nuggets fans here at Baby Ball at the no, DNVR bar. I don't think there's ever been a brawl at the DNVR bar because our vibes are immaculate. We are good yes. vibes all the time. I think I think there have been a couple exceptions where you could have Suns fans coming in. Well, a Suns fan. How about that? I don't know about a group. Suns fans? No, there's two. no such thing. I, once in a while, you'll see something like that. But for the most part, you know. Well, not anymore. This is this is a Nuggets. Yeah, exactly. Not Why anymore. would you? <laughs> Why maybe the Connecticut Suns? I mean, that's about it. Hey, WNBA vibes, come on down. It's bring uh, it. Sun singular for Connecticut. Connecticut Sun. Yes. Mohegan. Yeah. After Mohegan, Mohegan Sun. Suns. No, yes. It's not. It's sun. singular. Just one sun. Uh, but on the corner of Colfax, New York, is where diehards get fifteen percent off food and drink. 
It's where diehards online at the dnvr.com gets 20% off all of your gear as well as 20% off tailgates uh, on the takeovers that we've got going on. It's absolutely amazing. Everything that we have doing, all the free content, got the write-up all about Riley Pint finally getting his promotion. You can read that at the dnvr.com now, diehard or otherwise over at the dnvr.com. Game time tickets is where you need to go. Get yourself signed up, especially if you're a new user. Use code DNVR and you're going to get 20% off your first purchase. Rockies are exciting right now. They are interesting. They have become a lot more relevant as well. And if they're going to be getting in fights, it's the place to be. <laughs> Listen, you get a baseball game and a UFC fight all in one. That's it. <laughs> it's, it's a boxing match a, and a baseball game happens to break out before it. Game Time Tickets is going to help you out with that experience. Again, use code DNVR and join over 15 million folks who've downloaded the Game Time app and have scored the best seats to all their favorite events, including Taylor Swift at Lincoln Financial Field. Yes. Danielle was there. I'm she, so jealous she probably of her. Saved 20, she probably saved 20 bucks using our code. <laughs> I know. I know she does. Of course she would. I don't know if she's going to need to use a different code, BLTMR. We gotta, we're, are we buying... Branches in other cities. Uh, we shouldn't talk about that right now, but we should talk about Fubo TV. Let's talk about Fubo. How about, how about those letters? Fubo.tv is Super the spot. Easy to remember. So much live content, so much streaming content. Mm -hmm. They got the cloud DVR, all that, all the gimmicks and stuff that I'm not hip to it. I just know if I want to watch something, when I go to Just Watch, mm -hmm. really helpful app. Type in a TV show or a movie that you want to watch, and it'll tell you where to find it. Hmm. So many times, Fubo.tv is what has the, the show that I want to watch. Or if it's a live game, I can watch the Nuggets on altitude all season long as I've been. Or the World Baseball Classic, which was amazing mm -hmm. to watch from the comfort of my own couch right here on my phone. Thanks to Fubo.tv. Go to Fubo.tv.com slash DNVR, and you're going to save 15% off. We talked to Jake Bird. Mm -hmm. What were your thoughts? He handled himself well for probably the largest scrum that anyone has ever uh, yeah. placed before the likes of Jake Bird. This was, yeah, this was his big moment. This was his, this big, was moment. his big moment. He's like, oh, wow, I was not expecting to do something that everyone <laughs> cared about today. I was, he was very much not expecting any of that. And I was, uh, I was surprised that, um, I mean, he wasn't trying to, fire anyone up. He wasn't talking to anyone. He wasn't chirping at anyone. No pun intended. He was just being excited about that inning. And he was shocked that Bryce Harper took exception to that. And he could not believe that the bench has cleared for something that he didn't even think twice about. Yeah, no, it's true. Sarah in the comments, I guess we don't know what a brawl is because there was not a punch that was thrown. Fair. Also, they were shoving. They were shoving. They were shoving. Say, I think if they're shoving and guys are being held back, that is a brawl. It was benches clearing. It was benches definitively. clearing. Also, there was physical contact. We might be getting a little bit loose. Was it was a fra it was a fracas? Was a melee? I think it was a melee. Definite kerfuffle. Yeah. Ryan Spielberg likes that word. He kerfuffle. Likes kerfuffle. Yeah. Sarah. Yeah. Are you are you a Phillies fan? Do we know Sarah Rogers? Is she Sarah a Susie Rogers, cousin? tell us, tell us where you're from. We would, we're just curious. Let us know. So yeah, Bird. You know he wasn't this emphatic last year. He was also a rookie. So hey, he's just trying to find his way. And now he's letting his, you know, alter ego out. Thomas Harding asked him about that. Yeah. And he's like, no, I don't have an alter ego. I'm, I'm just me. But between those lines, you know, it becomes something totally different. Yeah. And after everybody left, I said. I mean, are you, the, are you the bird man? Do you become the bird man? <laughs> to which he replied, yeah, I, I am. You know, in college at UCLA, is Coach Savage would come up, and he was, I guess, maybe a lot more in the analytics. Uh, he even said, quote, uh, he's like, I used to be a lot smarter back then. Like, you know, just putting himself <laughs> down. Like, you like the self-effacing in that yeah, way. Yeah, no, he's a funny guy. He's uh, so quiet, but he's, like, so quietly funny. Very self-aggrandizing, yeah. uh, if you would. But he's like, yeah, maybe I, I would think too much. And he would say, hey, Birdman, just just let it go. Just just be the Birdman. Just go. Mm -hmm. And grip it and rip it. And that's that's what he went out there. He was the Birdman today against Bryce Harper. He definitely has an alter ego because he's, he's so quiet with us. He is yes. so soft-spoken. 
Um, he's not like crazy expressive, but when he's on the mound, he is. And he said to us, yeah, that is my moment to just let it all out. Like I am, uh, you know, I just try to be a good person in my regular life, but when I'm on the field, like I just let loose. And he's done that since he was a kid playing in the backyard with his brothers. But uh, we have sound from Jake Bird. We can Ooh. hear from Jake Bird himself about how he saw this incident. Uh, Tiffany, are we ready to play it? All right, let's hear it. Were you a little bit of surprised by the, the reaction from the other dugout when you're coming on the field like that? I was for sure. I mean, I was just after you know, I had my little celebration thing real quick and popped out. I thought it was just a normal walk back to the dugout and I saw him coming out. But it, it is what it is. He's a great player and he plays with emotion. I, I love that he plays with emotion. And, uh, he's a player I look up to. So. Obviously, in the future, I hope I get to compete against him and go ahead and win. Similar but there's nothing. Like, he's a great player. He's awesome. Yeah, he had nothing but great things to say about Bryce Harper, True. too, and how much he looks up to him as a player. Um, I wonder if Jake Bird is feeling a little remorseful for you know, pissing off a guy that he looks up to. He did say that maybe I need to tone it down a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, no, no, but you like, don't. Here's the thing. Like, I don't think you do, Jake. He barely did anything. That's the thing. I'm like, tone down what? No. So Harper said post game that there was a little bit of gesturing. I, could, I think he thought that the glove hitting was, was in their direction. And and again, it, it's hard to know. Again, it's an interpretation. It's a mm -hmm. perspective. So I'm not going to say you're wrong because, in a way, I could see how the Phillies dugout might have thought that. Uh, he inadvertently made a funny by saying, quote, once you make it about yourself, talk." this is Harper talking about Jake Bird, and the other team, I've got a problem with it. You saw my reaction, and after that, he did what he did and flew away into the dugout. <laughs> he said Jake Bird flew away into the dugout. Bryce Harper all serious, as Glenn points out, with the Cobra Kai headband. Mm -hmm. Bird's the word. Thank you, Will. Bird is the word. Yeah, that I, was... I want Jake Bird to become a household name after this. I hope this like puts that into, into motion. Well, that's going to be the John Boy video. It's like, by the way, I let's talk about the wait. other guy. I cannot wait for the John Boy breakdown. Also, the last time the Rockies had a John Boy breakdown was when the Rockies were in Philly, Bud Black got ejected from that game in Philly. Philly's manager, Rob Thompson, got ejected from this game in Colorado. So what is happening with these two teams? And, you know, John Boy's got more than just the content from today because he's got Saturday night's quote of, quote, what happened, comma, effing losers. So Bryce Harper was really on one. I, I, I still want to talk more about, about Jake Bird. But you know what? I want to come back to Bryce Harper. We will. Because Rockies fans... Rockies fans uh, were chirping at Bryce Harper too, calling him a loser. And I think uh, I think he probably heard that and thought, like, what are you guys talking about here? Like, I'm an MVP. Like, what what leg do you guys have to stand on here? It's true. So I think this has been building for him. I think he thinks yeah. the nerve of these guys to celebrate something good happening. Know your place and. No, Bryce Harper, relax. Like his presence is enough to rev that offense and to get his clubhouse going. We just got back the NL MVP. Like, yeah, we're we're grooving. Yeah. But he's not taking it to another level. In fact, he said uh, on Friday that you know he's gonna be playing some first base. I think he's about to uh, get close to throwing 90 feet. So he'll be throwing, playing some first base. I've never before thought it interesting, interesting, or sexy when a player moves to first base. This is the first time it's ever been <laughs> sexy in that way. Because he's an outfielder. Guys don't move from the outfield to the infield. Mm -hmm. You go infield, outfield. That's a transition you can make. Yeah. But you don't go out to in. And so for him to go and be a first baseman and then go on to say Friday in reference to his arm, if it blows, it blows. Bryce Harper, folks. Grade A badass. I mean, clearly Bryce Harper is just built different. That man is not human. He is no. so impressive in himself. So I am so surprised that like the littlest thing triggered him so much. And like you said, whatever he does, that's going to fire up the rest of that Phillies dugout. I did not call his home run on Saturday, but when he stepped up to the plate there in, I think that was the eighth inning, the two run home run to the second deck. I just said to Kevin Henry of uh, Fanside, we'll talk with him tomorrow. I go, 
You know what? If he homers right here, he's already, despite the fact that he's missing a month of statistics, mm -hmm. he's back in the MVP conversation yeah. for what he's already been able to do over the course of two nights on Friday, the double off the Breidich barrier, this home <laughs> run, doing it with the fans, chirping in his ear, mm -hmm. and now again, getting this electricity back for his team, asking Bud Black, point blank, I've never been in a benches clearing brawl <laughs> or Sarah, a benches clearing incident before <laughs> but does that give you a boost especially knowing your bullpen has kind of you know crapped the bed a little bit the last two nights does that give you a boost for the final six outs and buddy said it gives both teams the boost so you know the phillies come out on the losing end but they've got a boost they've got some juices right now mm -hmm. i'm sure you're going to be tracking the plane where are they going to be stopping yes. at to have a little bit of fun maybe oh let gosh. off some steam and watch out they got an eight game winning streak coming up i bet um, I like Jeff's comment. Bryce Harper getting ejected is like when Bobby Cox would get ejected to psych up his team. And Buddy did say that in response to your question. When a benches clearing incident happens, it fires up both sides. No one team has an advantage there because everyone is getting fired up. Everyone's got that extra adrenaline after something like that happens. KBS Jabber says, Jake grew up in a household with three brothers. <laughs> he ain't afraid. Yeah, not no. Afraid. No, he's yeah, not. he's not. He's not. He might be slight of frame, but again, he's like he's like Nate Diaz in UFC where he's got those long levers and he's going to get you. He's also say, from yeah, California. He's, got, he's, he's a tall guy. He's got long limbs. He's got reach. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Fascinating. Anthony is saying that maybe Jake waited for Harper to be surrounded by a couple people to shout. Uh, he did He did give a little come on. Now, that was to Harper, who at that point is not in the game. Like, he's in the dugout. You're, yeah. It's not his turn up. Comes firing out at the dugout. Gives a little, don't sing it, bring it. <laughs> Jake Bird was ready for it. Let's go. He was ready. Um, what a fascinating, fascinating incident this was ketamine kyle there is no disrespect right now for bryce harper again legend he is a guy that i've i've been more of a mike trout fan than bryce harper not because he's from new jersey mm -hmm. he's just separated himself i know he's quiet less flashy harper's got the flash but you know what He's he's been a lot healthier lately, and sure you go well. He just came off the IL. Yeah. All right, but then the dude played, knowing that he needed surgery on his elbow, and is playing playing now after less than six months. Yeah. Was it five months and twenty days yeah. since having Tommy John oh, surgery? He, Bryce Harper is so impressive. Legendary. Again, the the numbers, and it's going to be really hard, I think, for you know the next generation of players. I mean, the generation of players who are playing right now to look at their career numbers and go, look at those numbers, because guys, you know, they they take their off days, mm -hmm. they go on maybe phantom ILs here and there, and they're they're they don't have the same kind of longevity where they're playing deep into their forties. They're making money. Nolan Arenado, a guy who one of the reasons why I think he wanted to leave Colorado is because he wanted to be a Hall of Famer. And where he stood there and after the 2020 season, there were no Colorado Rockies Hall of Famers. That was going to be held against him by voters. So I feel he needed to go somewhere else to maybe gain a little bit more respect. Mm -hmm. And I think this generation of players, they're going to get their respect, but it's not going to be with 300 wins. We might not see that again. 3,000 hits, mm -hmm. that's a rarity. 500 home runs, guys will get there. But six and seven, not so much. That being said, Bryce Harper is still a legend. An all-time great. Yeah, I don't think we've said anything disrespectful about Bryce Harper. I would never we disrespect have not. Bryce Harper. I just thought I was surprised that something set him off that much. I was surprised that that was the thing that set off an entire bench. He, just, he popped surprised. off, man. I, yeah, it just, yeah, things got spicy. So who would win in a fight? Dinger or the Philly Fanatic? Philly Fanatic. No hesitation, folks. No hesitation. The Philly Fanatic no would win because the Philly Fanatic <laughs> is unhinged. <laughs> Dinger's also a pacifist, as we've seen. Yes, exactly. Dinger does not fight back. So I think like Dinger would just be like, okay, white flag, I'm surrendering here. The Philly Fanatic would win in a fight no matter what. Dinger's about having a good time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Getting a little bit trippy. I don't know if he, you know, he drops a couple tabs. You know, his head will spin around at time to time. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Some hallucinogenics, maybe. Here and there, as it were, it's it, it's all good uh, from that perspective. But exciting. Again, haven't seen this since 2018. I'm fired up after that. Like, I'm that still fired, fired up. me up. And I'm not a part of it at all. <laughs> still absolutely fired up. I don't think Jake Bird needs to tone it back at all. I think, 
again, getting questions peppered at him, knowing that the guy on the opposite side is Bryce Harper. Mm -hmm. You go, well, if someone has to be wrong, maybe it's me a little bit. Right, because it can't be Bryce Harper. I mean, this, this he knows the game. He's been in it long enough. Yeah, he almost can't do no wrong. So he's maybe almost second guessing himself. But it I hope like he was second guessing himself a yeah. little bit. And, and so hopefully someone will get to him and say, "Hey, don't change. Be the Birdman. Yeah. Be you. Be Jake Bird. Mm -hmm. You're on the map now, dude. Be Jake. He's Bird. He's on the map. Listen, next time the Rockies are in Philly, oof." 2024, he's going to get a lot of noise from the people who stand around the visitor's bullpen. Uh, he, he's yes. going to get a lot of noise, uh, but he can handle it. He can handle it. He can handle it. Do you went to UCLA? So, like, I mean, he, uh, you know, it's funny because I talked to them before the game about Riley Pine. Because you said, you said something about, you know, being a, a good teammate and a quiet guy and a nice guy. 100%. Couldn't be nicer. Yeah. I first talked to him in the Arizona Fall League in 2021. We talked for 20 minutes, just like, off the record, everyone was gone. You know, his cars in the parking lot. His team, you know, had left. That's kind of how they, they mm -hmm. do things there uh, in the AFL. And just just talk to me about about stuff and and the bus rides in in the uh, in the South Atlantic League. Just everything. His career leading up to that point because he was a guy that was overlooked and probably wouldn't be put on the forty man roster. And he wasn't. Someone could have poached him last year and taken them taking him in the Rule Five draft, and they didn't. And I thought there, there was a decent chance that was going to happen. I'm sure there's 29 other teams right now going, yeah, maybe we missed a guy there. That was an opportunity. But a, totally a nice guy before the game had nothing but nice things to say about Riley Pine. You know, they'd, they'd been oh, teammates, cross paths, you know, in the past. You know, all these guys, if you're in the system, you're a teammate of someone because of spring training. Right, and you rub elbows, or you're on the aisle when somebody isn't. Like Pine, yeah. even talking about him. We'll get to him and, and his promotion. Talked about, hey, Daniel Bard. You know, this is the first time officially sharing a clubhouse with Daniel Bard, other than spring training, and yet they've they've had conversations dating back to 2020 when Bard first came to the organization. So Pine, uh, Jake Bird, nice nice guys that you love to root for. And funny enough, nothing interesting, but it's just one of those coincidences. Mm -hmm. I did actually ask Jake Bird about Bryce Harper before the game. Do you think you got in his head a little bit? Do you think you caused this? I don't. I, I was very complimentary of Harper, and I go, how about that Bryce Harper, huh? And he gave a little scouting report, and, and then all of a sudden, this is kind of unlike him, he goes, hey, I got to get ready for the game. I'll, I can talk to you later maybe. Oh. And so he kind of kind of cut the convo short. I'm reading wait, I'm reading too much into this. You know what? It let's was a just, coincidence. Let's continue reading too much into it no, no, for no. just a second. Okay. Do you think you talking about how great of a player Harper is and asking Jake Bird about, you know, what he sees in Bryce Harper? Do you think that put it in his head a little bit like, ooh, like I struck out the Phillies, like I'm excited. Do you think that made him more excited? I think maybe in a, in a roundabout way, he was standing up for Riley Pine going, hey, not every high school draft pick, not every guy that's a teenager <laughs> out of high school. And yes, Bryce Harper was actually taken out of junior college because he graduated a year early because mm -hmm. he's a badass. Okay, he's, he's a prodigy. Okay, okay, ketamine, Kyle. But it's like, hey, <laughs> let's let's focus on my on my high school guy, my dude that's on my team, Riley mm -hmm. Pine. We're looking too too deep into this. You definitely, you overcomplicated it, but that's okay. I'm glad we're talking about all the possibilities. I tell you what, it, what's complicating is finding a good beer. But what's not complicated <sighs> is where to find a good beer. Where can Bre I find a good beer right now? Why has no one brought me a Sunday beer? King Supers probably has it. But just in case <laughs> you're not buying King Supers and you're like, hey, does my liquor store have it or a liquor store nearby go to breckbrew.com breckbrew locator have that avalanche ale pour one out for the avs rockies are still going rockies i wouldn't have guessed it rockies playing deeper into the year than the avs i mean technically they've done it every year but you know what we we need we need our little victories maybe not today today we don't need the little victories this isn't a silver linings podcast mm -hmm. today this is just a straight up dub Love a Straight dub. up win. Love Breck a Brew dub. is the spot. Colorado company, maybe with 100% ingredients, renewable energy, right here in Colorado. I love that. And I love my shady rays, which you need even when it's cloudy oh, on a day like today. 
got your Shady Rays. Uh, this will be about a 45-second ad read, so don't fast forward, because the reason you're sticking around is to see how long it takes for Susie to find these glasses. Now, Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company where right now you can use code DNVR, and you buy one, get one free online. If you don't like it, you can just return it within 30 days. You're going to get yourself a full refund. If you go to the Park Meadows Mall and you buy two more polarized shades... You can have your glasses in your hand and not have to rifle through your bag. And you buy, and you actually get 50% off on those. So that's great. You can try them on. And if you happen to break your glasses, they'll get you a new pair. It's the lost and broken replacement policy. If you lose your glasses, they will get you a new pair like Susie has already burned through. But if you lose I a second pair. I swear they were just in my bag. I just had them. Time. There's your 45 <laughs> seconds. She lost a second pair. The counter. We need a graphic now. How many glasses have you lost? We're at plus two right now. No, I no, have No, you're them. at minus two. I know I have them. They're not lost. They're just misplaced, and that does not count. Susie, until you find them and you go back to minus one, we are now at minus two. Can we get a minus two graphic? No, you don't have to do that. But you know what? We'll just drop it in. We'll do some fancy editing. Minus two. We're down two pairs of sunglasses. By the way, Jake Bird, you know what he said to Bryce Harper, I think? He said... No, Nicola, don't, dude, no, don't, don't even freaking go here right now. He said, "You nope." I know exactly what you're gonna say because you tweeted it. I, he said, "Quote: Nikola Jokic is the real MVP. Joel Embiid is a fraud." Okay, first of all, keep Embiid's name out your damn mouth. And also, that never happened. This is a work of fiction. Have they lost Game Seven yet? Because he could actually. Yeah, they did come lose here. Game Seven. Oh, they you did. I hadn't heard. I actually hadn't heard. Yeah, the game was happening at the same time as the Rockies game. So is that it was why a, they, it was a massacre? So Bryce Harper got himself ejected so he could go watch, like so a, what a forty-point comeback. Sixers get murdered. <laughs> MVP, huh? Wow. You know what the P stands for? Probably not. You know what? It's so interesting. I didn't know this was a Philadelphia 76ers podcast with how much you're talking about them. It's great how Embiid lives rent-free in your head. MVP, Nikola Jokic. Not this year. Anyway, let's move on. Let's just like actually talk about baseball and the team that we uh, are paid to talk about. All I right. think that's such a, such a fun, crazy idea. So people love our Twitter account, at the NVR underscore Rockies. Mm -hmm. And if you remember last year, the Stanley Cup Avs video went viral. Yeah. How many views will the Nuggets video get when the Nuggets, and not the 76ers, win Again, the NBA championship? For no reason. No, no, here. we're talking about something relevant. The DNVR Rockies Twitter account and Coors Field. Uh -huh. Will Nikola Jokic throw out the first pitch when they win? I hope so. That would be nice. That would be nice. That would be really fun. I would love to see him throw out a first pitch. He's just so, like, lanky. I would just, like, love to see that. More, so much more business to get to. Okay, um, on a serious note, Raleigh Pint, dude retired in 2021. Yeah. Stepped away for the whole remainder of the season. It's legitimately on his player page. Retired. Yeah. And decided, hey, I, I need to come back. I need the support of my family. I'm a baseball player. Yeah, there's been a lot of pressure put on me. Yeah, this has been kind of a slog. But I want to come back and maybe at least just be there for my guys, my teammates. Mm -hmm. That Hartford team last year, the, the, they they all did that together. Uh, and he was back, and it was great seeing him at Coors Field getting the promotion and uh, and hopefully getting a chance to pitch this week at Coors Field. If he can harness it, yeah. he actually can be quite dominant. Yeah, no, and a Buddy even said, too, what a talented arm on that guy. Just a very special guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see him up here. Of course, not, you know, because of the circumstance that brought him up here. That is awful. Um, but... You know, while Ryan is healing, hopefully Riley gets the chance to, you know, get in that bullpen, give us some innings. Hopefully he gets a start in there. That would be awesome. It's all possible. Could be. It's all possible. Um, uh, yeah. Ryan Feltner. Ryan Feltner um, on the uh, on the 15-day IL. And uh, there was some expectation, so he took a line drive off the head, 92.7 miles an hour from Nick Castellanos. Ugh, awful. Absolutely nauseating. That was the worst thing That I've was ever seen. The, the sound dropped out of Coors Field, everyone's attention. Uh, on the mound, like it, it should be during a game, you know, you're watching the pitcher, but in a, in a totally different way with, with thoughts and prayers going towards Ryan Feltner. 
Um, not carried off the field, somehow is able to walk off, even though he suffered a concussion. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, definitely was assisted off the field by um, a couple of uh, Rocky's staff members, but, um, yeah, was able to get up. He, he seemed alert. Uh, but Buddy did update us on, you know, everything that's going on with uh, Ryan Feltner's condition. We do have some sound from him if we want to. Do we want to hear it now? Um, Tiff, are we ready to play it? All right, so yeah, here's what Buddy said to us before the game, and this information is all still the latest information because we don't have any updates at this time, but here is what we heard. He got word this morning. He was in observation last night, obviously, uh, in the hospital. Uh, what we found out is he has a small skull fracture. Uh, he's concussed. But it looks as though... He's going to be discharged this afternoon. We're optimistic of that happening. But overall, he's fine. I think the, uh, the feeling is that, uh, you know, it, it could have been worse, right, obviously. But, uh, you know, he's going to miss some time. You know, Ryan was able to, he was communicating with players via text. So he was pretty stable, uh, you know, by the time the game ended and, and, and guys you know, getting home and it's, you know, it's 11 o'clock, midnight. Uh, you know, he was texting with our medical staff, his parents. Uh, we text last night. So he was, he was doing fine. I mean, he was, you know, obviously, uh, you know, in, you know, a state of, you know, concussion state, but he was still fairly loose. Riley Pite uh, was, was brought up from Albuquerque. Uh, he'll be here. He's on the 40-man roster. You know, he'll help our bullpen, right, uh, initially here. At some point, we're going to need a starter for, for Ryan's spot. Uh, and we'll, you know, we'll, you know, go through that process uh, this week. But in the meantime, uh, Pint's here. He'll be in the bullpen. Be able to give us a couple innings of, of relief if needed. Uh, you know, Peter gave us great work last night. You know, Peter's down for a couple days, but uh, you know, with Riley and, and, and Mears and Bird and you know all the other guys out there, we have a little bit of we have a little bit of length out there. Just yet, maybe he has by the time he left the stadium, but mm -hmm. uh, that didn't happen. So again, just doing the observation stuff. He's gonna be out for quite some time. So now. That's four-sixths of the Rockies' rotation mm -hmm. that's out. Because you go, all right, you got the three guys to start the season with. Feltner, Jose Urania, who was designated for assignment, mm -hmm. and Herman Marquez with the Tommy John surgery. And you go, well, Senzatella is the sixth. We're just waiting for him to come back. Now he's shut down. I know you kind of touched on it on, on Friday's show mm -hmm. where we don't know how long he's going to be out for. Yeah. And that's that's four-sixths of your rotation. Now it's, it's only Freeland and Gomber. Yeah, they started the year with. Let it. Let's look at the past three weeks of the Rockies' rotation. So we had Urania DFA'd, and then the next day, Herman Marquez goes down, and now you know we know he needed Tommy John. Um, so that's two starting pitchers in two days that we lost, and then Senza comes back and is injured. And we don't know how long. About a week. It was it a week later, right? Because didn't send, wasn't the Sensa That was about a week later. Yeah. Almost um, exactly. And yeah. And then Feltner, and of course, let's not forget Noah Davis also on the IL. So really, we've lost five starters. And I mean, Noah Davis wasn't a starter for very long this season, but still, right. the Rockies have actually lost an entire rotation worth of starters in the past three weeks. Unreal. That That's, is crazy. The the depth is being challenged. What's funny is Buddy. But he's ready for that challenge. He actually, this morning, really seemed like, you know, this is what I got into coaching for. Like, almost, mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to say he's like bad news bears, but it's like, okay, you should almost be counting us out in a weird roundabout way because we've had such damage. But wa watch what we do now. Now Buddy, watch us. Buddy's ready to rise to the occasion. Exactly. And he's a I pitching like guy. You know, he's a pitcher. So he, like, he, uh, the gears are turning in his head. What kind of a pitcher was he? Was he a starting pitcher? Yes. Was he a left-handed pitcher? Yes. Yes. Who's still who's still alive? Who's still surviving in this rotation? Two left-handed pitchers. Oh, Gomber and Freeland. See, that's where the 
the brain. It's it's. it's I didn't weird. know where you were going with that for a second. It worked. It worked. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Where, where are good. we going? <laughs> it's good. It okay, worked. Okay. I'm here. I'm yeah. Here. Uh, Randall Gritchick uh, had a 13 game hit streak. I think that's still going. He had that on Saturday. Yeah. He didn't play today. One of those was just weird ones. It's so good to have him back though, because yeah. that's what you get from him. You just you get hits. And Doyle stole a base today too. Yeah, Doyle's so, so the, fast. So you get the homer. Another stolen base, so that's two for him this season. Mm -hmm. He's rising up the leaderboard. Elias Diaz batted third on Saturday night. He is now tied for the all-time record. I think we talked about this, Jordan. Maybe not. I I find it interesting. Catchers batting third for the Rockies. Jordan Pacheco did it twice back in 2012, mm -hmm. kind of randomly. But now Diaz has done it twice. The bodyguard. The tank, the bodyguard. <laughs> it's amazing. If I was going to war, I'd bring Diaz with me. Oh, you'd, you'd have Hands to. Hands down. You'd, you'd have to bring him. Uh, in in the bunker, he he's amazing. Uh, more more people just chiming away in the in the chat. I know. Thanks for everyone who's in the chat. We love when you guys are chatty. Bryce does have a history of being a hothead, and he was chirping again, chirping at the fans last night. By the way, so with him saying, "Hey, you guys are losers," they were a bunch of teenagers, by the way, behind home plate, and those teenagers were having the time of their life, oh, jumping yeah. up and down like, "That's Bryce Harper that called us losers." Yeah. This is awesome. And it kind of is awesome if it you're like kid, those kids. Yeah, it's like ah, you know what? I got, I did what I wanted to do. I got you fired up. Ski guy going so far as to say Bryce Harper, cry baby. I think wow. he's. A, I think Bryce Harper is definitely a hothead. Yeah, not a cry baby so much. Hothead, as Gareth points out, he plays hard. That's true. Watch what you say about Jake Bird. But look, now you know who Jake Bird is, right? Now you actually know who uh, he is. Leandro saying in the chat, somebody tell Bryce he's 30 and not that deep. <laughs> it ain't that deep. What? Oh, I, does that mean something that I don't get? It ain't yeah, that deep? No, like, like, it ain't it that means serious? Like, when you say, oh, it ain't that deep, like that means like you didn't, need to, you didn't need to take that so seriously. Yeah. 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 That was interesting. And, it, and it's also interesting, you know, um, Interesting juxtaposition mm -hmm. whereby, and this has probably happened in the last couple years, probably not to this extent. Again, I can't remember every altercation that Bryce Harper has ever had. You but don't have a spreadsheet? I will now. Here we go. All right. <laughs> Here let's we just go. Give you, let's see if I can make the spreadsheet faster than you can find your glasses. Go. You got another shot. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> another pot shot. Okay. So, no, I, I kind of ironic that Bryce Harper, as soon as he's into professional baseball, Low A, South Atlantic League, mm -hmm. homers, and there's other guys saying, hey, 18-year-old kid, cool it with the excitement, right? He was an early backflip guy, so he'd even had umpires trying to tell him how to play his game and ringing him up on pitches outside of the zone just to kind of teach him a lesson to go, you are not bigger than this game. Not that he was trying to be, but just let's put this kid in his place now. Oh, so now he is putting kids in their place. 27-year-old kids like Jake Bird in their place. That is... <laughs> Th that is interesting. Yeah, I guess like, you know, since it happened so much to him, it's probably in his head that like, no, you're supposed to behaving a be behaving a certain way and you're not. So I'm going to let you know that you're doing it wrong because people let me know that I was doing it wrong. But I don't think anyone did anything wrong. That's the thing. Yeah. And Rob Thompson got ejected before <clears throat> Harper and Jake Bird, who found out, I guess, after the whole melee that... You know, Bud just went up to him and just said, hey, by the way, you've been ejected. So like yeah. that was it's just, <laughs> just kind of interesting. And then Harper, I don't know if you saw this, a lot of pointing today. The yeah. Phillies coming out, the Philly, the South Jersey side. The uh, After Harper got thrown out, and I think they had made the announcements in the, in the press box, he was like at the front railing shouting at the umpire, and he like almost stepped back onto the field. Like, can we debate this? Like, how am I getting thrown out? I was like, what? Well, first of all, yeah, you should have been thrown out. If yeah. Jake Bird gets thrown out, you get thrown out too. Also, all of this was happening <laughs> while they were getting ready to sing God Bless America. Yes! Because <laughs> this was all happening right before the seventh inning stretch. We have like that military um, representative who was singing God Bless America. And like they're just trying to set up for it. And the umps and like the managers, they're all like just okay, like figuring out how who is getting ejected from this game. It was it was a wild scene. <laughs> would would the fight still be going on right now if they didn't roll out the purple car carpet for the God bless of America and say hey let's let's not bump into this person this is a service member here yes um uh, 
Yeah, probably. It would probably still be going on to this day. All right. Chat popping off. DNVR Sports Channel on YouTube is always where you need to go. Um, uh, Gareth <laughs> first says, thanks for pronouncing my name right. Gareth Gould. See, I'm even yeah. going hard on the last name. Will, and, and if you have an Alexa, I hope this works. Alexa, how many World Series has, has a team won with Bryce Harper on it? Whew. Siri, how many World Series have been won by a Bryce Harper team? Is there any other one out there? What else can we? <laughs> um, Those are the but big then ones. Uh, Gareth also chimes in. How many have the Rockies as a team won? So oh, the Rockies have won over like two thousand games in thirty years. So you know we've had our celebrations too. <laughs> Basically, a World Series. Uh, it's different. Different. We yeah. were in one. We, we didn't win. Bryce any Harper games. was just in one. He was. He was. Same result. Same result. Kind of the same result Listen, there. We're all. They're all just dudes out there, you know. What? It's just exciting. I didn't see a ton of Bill Schmidt Phillies jerseys this year like last year, if you remember. Yeah, a lot of people in support of the new GM. Phillies I think. <clears throat> I feel like there were less uh, Philly fans at today's game because the Sixers were going on at the same time. The ones that were there were quite loud, I'll they say. They were. I mean, all Philly fans by nature are so loud. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just people from Philly, I feel just like. Just the worst. Absolute yeah. nightmares. Everyone know, from Philly. I don't know if you know this, but people from New Jersey or Philadelphia uh, are, are the highest, uh, most likely to have their own podcast in a, a different city. It's a fun fact. I don't Is know if you it? Knew that. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I was going to say, I feel likely. like there are a lot of people from Philly and Jersey who work in sports media in general. I think it's because we are from such an intense sports environment that like not working in sports just sounds crazy. And you would think the Phillies, being used to that environment, would be okay with a more intense environment. Coors Field was intense this weekend. It was, it, honestly, it was so intense today. Like, the cheering, too, at the end of that game, it was louder than we've heard it all season. Here's how you know a game was intense. You ready, Susie? No wave. We did not see the wave I today. I saw a little wave <gasps> at the end of an inning, so, um, so then it died out. But I saw a little bit of a wave. Six, it must have been like maybe around the six, I'm going to guess. It wasn't after the brawl. Couldn't have been, no, right? No, it was way before the brawl. And uh, it was, Rockies yeah, were 4-0 at but that it, point. It was so. not a strong wave. It was very weak. It was, it was super weak. It was so more yeah. of a ripple. That, it, was, it was a ripple. We exactly. had no wave at Coors Field with 30,000. We had a ripple, but we did not a have ripple. a wave. We did not have a wave whatsoever. Chase Anderson, uh, you talked about that on Friday. He's yeah, there. I finally got to meet him today because I had yesterday off. Austin Wins introduced himself to me. That's the first time a player like tapped me and go, "Hi, by the way, I'm I'm, I'm Austin Wins." He had his batting glove on, so that was the first batting glove handshake I'd ever gotten. <laughs> and he introduced himself to a couple of people, the Rockies PR. So I was like, "Okay, nice guy. That's nice." I, I love when people make a point to introduce yourselves. I also almost when I finally met Chase. Uh, we almost ran into each other when I was leaving the clubhouse and he was walking back into the clubhouse. So the opposite of a chase. It was the opposite of a chase. collided. Yes, it was a collision. Chase Anderson? Collision Anderson. Collision oh, no, I don't want to wish that on him. <laughs> he uh, he talked briefly on uh, on Saturday. Oh, not briefly. I mean, he's he's an open book. I mean, mm -hmm. older guy still says, I wouldn't mind pitching five or six more years. That'd be great. He's going to get the start. It's, it's, it's unofficially official. He'll get the start on Tuesday against his former team, the Cincinnati Reds. You know why? That's baseball. Because that's baseball. that's baseball. Yeah, Buddy did say, you know, more than likely Chase Anderson will be the starting pitcher for Tuesday. Um, yeah, it's on the game notes already, so. Oh, there you that's go. That's probable. So, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I think he, I'm pretty sure he will. Randall Gritchick on Wednesday. <laughs> Trejo on Thursday's an <laughs> off day. They might not even go. They might even uh, not give uh, the rotation an extra day off. They might just basically skip that spot mm -hmm. and Freeland goes again on on Friday in Tejas. I don't know if John Gray is, is set to pitch in that series. That would be interesting. Oh yeah. We gotta I gotta look at their what they have going on. John Gray changed up the hairdo as well. Did he? I didn't see this. He still has kind of like a mohawk, but it looks like the sides are growing out a little bit. Interesting. So he's more of a full back long hair going on. Like kind of mullety? A little bit. A little bit, okay, but okay. straight. He doesn't. He doesn't have the the lettuce like some of us. You know what I'm saying? You've got lettuce, yeah. He I've got have the lettuce. whole lettuce. Uh, people wanting to know in the in the dugout is is Riley Pint going to be the last member of the Grand Junction Rockies to debut for the Rockies? Wow, 
The big oh, league Rockies. Yeah. Oh my gosh, maybe. Maybe. He is bridging that it's gap maybe. between, you know, a team of yesteryear. You basically just have to go back to the 2019, 2018. Now, Coco Montes is one of those guys. It's funny, when I caught up with him at the beginning of last spring training, I was I was curious to talk with him. One of the questions I asked was basically like, he's one of the last guys to go through the entire Rockies system as the old system, mm -hmm. going to Grand Junction, going to Boise, going to Asheville and Lancaster. Yeah. No longer a part of the Rockies uh, minor league affiliates. Oh, my gosh. He's been to so many of them. He's been to a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Brenton Doyle, one of the last ones, too. I mean, he was on, he was on the 2019 team. So I think he was even more recent than, uh, than Riley Pine. Oh, this so is that so be, interesting. That's going to be a fun one. To kind of watch. I think we probably have another like five years until we might be able to safely say, but you never know. Some some of those guys, they retire, they come back and, mm -hmm. you know, they get a cup of coffee at like 30 years old and you go, oh, mm -hmm. there you go. Julio Carreras, he's still out there. Young guy. He's on the 40-man roster. He was on the 2019 Grand Junction Rockies. Mm -hmm. Christian Koss, he has made his debut. He's with the Red Sox now. Came over in the Yohan Ibar deal, or rather, he went the opposite way. Vladimir Restituyo, mm -hmm. tearing things up in Hartford I right was now. I say, Jeff Dooley has been speaking so highly of him. He might be the last guy, because he's kind of the furthest one down in the uh, in the pecking order yeah. as far as uh, age. He's, he's only 21. <clears throat> he's a young dude. So, Vladimir Restituyo, I think that could be... That could be the name of uh, the last Grand Junction Rocky that we possibly see. It's going to be a little bit about age. We'll see. Maybe Helkers Oliveras, who is an 18-year-old on the 2019 oh Grand gosh. Junction Rockies. This is the point where, These of course, we lose everybody. These and yes, are names, Patrick. Coco Montez, 2019. Coco Don't forget. Montez. Coco Montez had a good weekend with the Topes. Two home runs today. Yeah. I, I was looking at that uh, box score to see if anyone got pulled early. And as I'm looking now, so we, what we did mention, we were talking about some of the, the, the down note items from this weekend and from mm -hmm. today's game. CJ Crone, back spasms. Bud Black said almost certainly he'll be going on the IL. I can't believe we haven't talked about this yet. We've just had way too much to talk about. Yeah, CJ Crone came out of the game. Now. With, in, uh, he needed assistance. Yeah, he was down on one knee. I thought it might have been something with, I thought it might have been oblique. It looked like his leg because it looked like there was one leg. Yeah, he was limping. He was limping. Um, just really, really upsetting to see. Yeah, that wasn't good. Do you want to know who came out of the game today in Las Vegas? For the isotopes, maybe an indicator that this person needed to get on a flight back to Denver? No one. So it could no be one. anybody. Could be Nolan Jones. Could be mm -hmm. El Hirsch Montero. Mm -hmm. Could be Michael Tolia. All three of those guys are on the 40-man. Do they... Remember, right now the 40-man is full, but Herman Marquez has not been put on the 60-day IL. Do they do that and maybe call up Coco Montez? Ooh. Do they call up Aaron Schunk? Do they give... Jonathan Daza try again, but he doesn't have any options, so you're probably not going to do that. Yeah. No. Any number of those five guys. Oh, I could see it. I'm going to say Nolan Jones is, is the one. I'm going to say Nolan Jones gets okay. the nod. Interesting. What uh, you know what? I mean, I want I want to see Coco up here. I'm a little biased because he's our smoothie king, but. He is. You know, I just have to figure out who we're going to have on the show next, which, which Isotope, because that will decide who gets called up. Because obviously we had Riley Pine on the show on Friday, had a great conversation with him. And, you know, I'm like, I just talked to you. And here you are in Colorado now. And as much as you're joking, Susie, it's it's fact. That That's actually fact. Last year, well, it did happen with Michael Witten Bernard. Well, it happened with Witten Bernard, but it happened really quickly. The day that we had uh, Michael Tolia on the show, he was called up. He wasn't on the 40 man. Yeah. Riley Pine was on the 40 man. Mm -hmm. But still... No way of, of expecting that was going to happen. So yeah. it's not happened three times. So if you are on the Albuquerque isotopes, you need to make sure you <laughs> reach out to us. Our DMs are open at DNVR underscore Rockies. Do we have anything else to say? I don't want to accidentally transition us to the end because that was a good one. Uh, one more thing, though, I will say about uh, when I had Riley on the show, um, uh, Josh Sushan said to me, like, hey, don't jinx him by having him on the show. So I left him a very unhinged voicemail today to let him know that I did not jinx Riley Pine. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Unhinged. Josh called me back and said, that was a lot for a Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, baby. 
That's great. I so anyway, that. yeah, that, it was it was a good time. It was a good time. Uh, but yeah, no, that's it. My notebook's cleared. Oh, well, I'm telling you. So Buddy said, Buddy did say pregame, there's still going to be some more guys that we're going to be seeing this year. Some that we uh, we might not expect right now. He did say that. He did say that. I want to go back and listen to that, get those exact mm-hmm. words. We kind of, again, you can expect those things. Shunk, Coco Montez, definitely. I had I had Pine as making his debut a couple weeks ago. We had a video that came out. My, my kind of my wild card guy that I think we'll see this year is Hunter Goodman. I think we will see Hunter Goodman Hunter at some point. Hunter Goodman has been having yeah. a heck of a year. I think he could be he could be one of those uh, mm-hmm. one of those dudes, absolutely. But um, there's going to be a slew of them coming, especially when you get down to Albuquerque for your tryout slash. You don't even need to try out to sing the national anthem. Was, Where are we with that? Where are we with I you singing the national anthem? I don't know yet. I think I need to reach out to I need to reach out to them. But um, I was thinking about trying to go to Albuquerque this coming weekend. While the Rockies are out of town. Logistically, I cannot make it happen. But one of these days, I will go to Albuquerque. Because I think I would have the time of my life Look, down there. Just say the word. The homie Joe Trapp is going to hook it up. What's up, Joe? The homie will hook it up. We'll see. Yeah, JT. JT's got our back on he that one. He always does, yeah. He's great. He's <laughs> great. This uh, this has been great. Appreciate everyone diving into the chat. At DNVR mm-hmm. underscore Rockies is where we're, are at, where we're at every single day. We're not going to stop being at there. I'm not going to stop being at Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter. And you know what? I'm never going to stop being at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. Momentous. <laughs> so momentous. Is Brawl-tastic. There a, is there a thing they say about that? About brawls? About momentum. Oh, yes. It's that your momentum <laughs> when made during a baseball podcast is only as good <laughs> as your next baseball podcast. So we will see you tomorrow at 1 p.m. pregame with Kevin Henry from Fansided in Call to the Pen right here on the DNVR Sports Channel, live on YouTube.